Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Knight. It's Friday, November 18th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we play our weekly game, Two Headlines and a Lie. But first, here's the latest. The hashtag RIP Twitter is trending as another worker exodus appears to be underway. You may recall that earlier this week, Elon Musk gave employees an ultimatum, either commit to working extremely hardcore at Twitter 2.0 or quit and get three month severance. Well, apparently more than half the company's remaining workforce chose the latter option. So few people signed up to Musk's offer that he and other execs are personally trying to persuade some top engineers and developers to stay. The company abruptly closed its offices for the second time since Musk took over about three weeks ago and laid off roughly 50% of the staff. Twitter's offices are expected to reopen on Monday. President Biden's student debt cancellation has faced several legal challenges, and now the White House is taking it all the way to the top, the Supreme Court. The plan would cancel up to $20,000 of debt per borrower, and it's being halted by two federal courts over the last few weeks. So the Biden administration announced Thursday that it's appealing at least one of those decisions to the highest court. But with a conservative Supreme Court in power, debt cancellation likely has a rough road ahead. The fate of Elizabeth Holmes now lies in the hands of a federal judge. The Theranos founder was convicted of four counts of defrauding investors earlier this year, and she'll be sentenced today. Prosecutors have asked for 15 years in prison, while her lawyers have requested 18 months of house arrest. The high-profile case, which was turned into an HBO documentary, multiple podcasts, and a Hulu TV series, has come to symbolize Silicon Valley's excesses and arrogance. Legal observers say that the judge must weigh the signal that her sentence sends to the industry, as well as whether Holmes has accepted responsibility for her actions. The FDA has approved the first therapy to delay the onset of type 1 diabetes. It's called T-Zield, and it works by slowing down the body's attack on insulin-producing cells. In clinical trials, that helped postpone the onset by two to three years. But for some, the benefits lasted even longer. That gives people more time before they become dependent on insulin. And given how expensive insulin is, more time to save up for the life-saving treatment. Members of Congress are paying attention to Ticketmaster's decision to cancel a public sale for Taylor Swift's upcoming Eras Tour. Senator Amy Klobuchar sent a letter to Ticketmaster CEO saying she had, quote, serious concerns about the lack of competition in the industry, and AOC is encouraging locked-out Swifties to petition the DOJ to investigate. So far, more than 37,000 people have signed. Ticketmaster invited fewer than half of the 3.5 million fans who registered to the presale earlier this week and says many showed up anyway, plus a staggering number of bot attacks caused the site to crash, leaving fans struggling for hours to buy tickets. Said Ticketmaster, It's me. I am the problem. It's me. It's time for us to play our weekly game, Two Headlines and a Lie. Our co-host, Rebecca Knight, is here to play with me. Hey, Rebecca. Hey, Dave. I'm thrilled to be here. And of course, our friend Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew will be playing with us, too. Yes, Morning Brew runs a version of this game every Thursday in their daily newsletter. So, Maddie, can you remind our listeners how the game works? So, I'm going to read you three news headlines. All of them might seem like they're real, but one is more fake than your 2022 book reading goal. Ooh. True. Hit a little bit too close to home. Sorry, guys. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) 
What books? <laughs> so, Rebecca and Dave, you're going to try and guess which headline you think is the lie. Rebecca, are you ready for us to make fools of ourselves? I am going to uh, mop the floor with you this week, Dave. So, <laughs> yes, I'm ready for you to make a fool of yourself. If you're like any other Rebecca that I know at this game, then I'm going to say yes. You will mop <laughs> the floor with me. All right. Maddie, give it to us. All right. Headline A. Nora Ephron's jacket auctioned off for $40,000 to a man who's never read or seen any of her work. (laughs) Headline B, Chinese chain-smoking marathon runner completes 26 miles in less than three and a half hours. And headline C, nurse accused of amputating man's foot for her family's taxidermy shop. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) This is just really gory and, and, and bizarro headlines for this week. So yeah, especially gory Nora Ephron. <laughs> oh, I know. So that's, to me, the tell of that one is that wasn't she kind of known for her t- turtleneck sweaters? Didn't she, wrote, she wrote that famous essay, I Feel Bad About My Neck. Oh, I did not read this one. I'm a fan of Nora. And so just the idea that it's her jacket, like what, what jacket? That's just bizarro. The chain-smoking marathoner. I could buy. Yeah. The nurse and the taxidermy, though. Whoa. What are your thoughts, Dave? To me, the two headlines that stand out are Nora Ephron versus, yeah, headline C, the the nurse and the foot and the taxidermy. That just sounds like something out of, like, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Right. Or some Stephen King novel. I mean. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Uh, part of me wants to go with headline C because... It just—it sounds so gruesome, and we're after Halloween. Nothing violent can happen after Halloween. That just doesn't sound right. Oh no, no, definitely not. Yo, no, there's there's laws against that. I'm glad you know about those laws too. <laughs> okay, you're gonna go with headline C as the fake one. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there. I'm kind of with you, but I feel like I I will go I'll go with Nora. Okay, all right, Maddie, what is the truth here? And by that I mean what is the lie? <laughs> the fake headline. Was the Nora Ephron one. I made that up. Rebecca, you're correct. Yay! Wow. Well, Rebecca, you were right. Mopping the floor with me. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) All right, Maddie, tell us about those real headlines. So, a Chinese marathon runner nicknamed Uncle Chen has become famous for sucking down cigarettes while running. Whoa. (laughs) I know. Icon. Absolute. At a recent race in Shanghai, the 50-year-old chain smoker was still able to finish all 26 miles in just three and a half hours. Pictures of him smoking while running went viral on social media. And according to local news, Chen only smokes when he runs. Honestly, the only thing I can imagine that's worse than running 26 miles is smoking a pack of cigarettes. So combining the two, truly amazing. Yeah, that's that's astonishing. I wonder if it like it distracts him from running because running is bad. I hate running. Mm, maybe. So I wonder maybe. if it's like you get a little something good and you get a little something bad. <laughs> yeah, they both sound pretty bad. <laughs> it sounds like it <laughs> yeah. sounds like a glutton for punishment. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like I need to stick up for running here. Running is not bad. It's just it's just it's not for everyone. It's it's just hard. Okay, Rebecca. <laughs> Agree to disagree. It is hard, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and uh, Maddie, tell us about this nurse. Yes, so this is actually a really gruesome story. Buckle in. Um, An elderly Wisconsin man was moved to hospice after he had fallen in his home and gotten severe frostbite on his foot. 
The nurse, Mary Kay Brown, had asked her boss if she could amputate the foot because it was apparently looking pretty gnarly. Her boss said no because this man was already in hospice, and after a few days, he was still alive, so Brown just went ahead and cut off his foot with gauze scissors. Uh, her coworkers said that she wanted to take the foot to her family's taxidermy shop and put a sign next to it that said, Wear your boots, kids. Whoa. Brown faces up to 92 years in prison. That is so dark. Oh, my God. Isn't that gnarly? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, uh, I guess I should say thank you, Maddie. Uh <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Be sure to visit MorningBrew.com to subscribe to their great daily newsletter and listen to the Refresh from Insider again next week for another two headlines and a lie. Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. The Refresh from Insider is produced by Frank Alito, Grace Eliza Goodwin, and us, Dave Smith. And Rebecca Knight, in for Rebecca Ibarra. Carrie Donahue is our executive producer. And we had extra help this week from Dan Gooding and Michal Stein. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend.